0: For this is the day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad. Good morning, church. Good morning. Uh, before I continue, uh, I'd like to introduce my brother from Maui, so you folks don't get confused looking at him and looking at me. So my brother is spending a month with me here from all the way from Maui, so he going be part of our service this morning. Okay, Let us begin our service this morning by turning to page 441. In a green hymnal. Uh, what's your verse? How many verse? Three verse? One, three, and four. Stand up, stand up, Lord
1: Jesus, so
2: Our Heavenly Father, bless this day, for we are here to praise, sing of your praises, and hear of your testimonies. Look graciously upon us. Bless each and every one in house, and bless those who are not here. Look graciously upon each and every one of us, I pray. To the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may sit down. And now we'll have a special music presentation. I could stand outside
3: of any and enter in the I could stand in the
2: Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Our o today is in e- Ecclesiastics 12, 13 to 14. And it reads, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep His commandments for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be bad, evil. I thank you. Our kumohana today is remember thy creator. I pray and thank God for this olelo today. But first of all, I'd like to uh, greet Awaka. Kahu Ralph Kahalehau and our special guest, Kahu Hopi Kahu Claude Kahu Claude Kahalehau and all of our members Aloha Aloha. Ecclesiastic 12 says, "Let us remember the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man." The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and a good understanding have all day that do it. His commandments, His phrases endure it forever. Last week was promises and problems. This is a promise from God, that His commandments and His whole duty is forever. In many books and many verses, it tells us to fear the Lord, especially in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs of Solomon, he had passion for knowledge and wisdom that he consumed. Kings from the end of the earth came to hear him. He also convinced men that God's commandments are worth living by. Proverbs has many calls that best guides books to success that young men should follow today we have so much to see and want and it's amazing we cannot have it and yet we want it but you know if we are God's people and we if we want anything sincerely humbly we pray to him and It is given. We had, um, my daughter had called me, and they had a hoike weekend in Kona. They live in Hilo. It's a far ride for somebody to drive. She called her boss, and her boss said, oh, I'm busy that day. While she was hanging on the phone, my other daughter cut in and said, Sister, how are you going up there? You're going on the bus. And she said, No, I'm waiting for my boss to tell me what. Oh, I have room in my car. How wonderful it is that it just comes upon us. She was on the phone. So two sisters talked. They made arrangements. Then my daughter's boss came on the phone and she said, Hey, I can take you. And my daughter said, no, my sister's going to take me. <laughs> how do you know? She said, oh, I just talked to her on the phone. we are we talking? She said, yeah, there's a secret way. There's a special way. God heard us. We're going to do his work. So he found me a ride. How wonderful it is that you can have it in a minute, in an hour, a day, a long year. It humbly says what you are and how you do it. You know, people want with their eyes, not their heart. They talk, strange. But how wonderful it is that who God listens to, and it's always his people. I pray and I thank you so very much. We do a lot of learning. We in Hawaii, we have to. When I came up here, I I, I had, you know, people shock. I didn't know what was black and white. Because in our neighborhood, we had all kinds of people. You know, Portuguese people, Hawaiian people, Japanese people. We all lived together. But coming up here to the 48, it was a shock to me. Why couldn't a person with another color walk on the street, on the sidewalk? She had to get off. I wouldn't get off. I didn't know. The people would look at me and say, wow. This girl don't know nothing. I didn't. They didn't say we were Hawaiians. They said we were Mongolians. I used to fight it. Mongolian? I don't know Mongolian. Who's a Mongolian? Is that an Eskimo? I don't know, you know? So we're ignorant of the fact that where we live. But shortly I learned. This was President Truman's time. A lot of you weren't born at that time, but surely It was really hard. Then President Eisenhower came in. And it was like, because I was a military wife, it it made a difference, but it was a new learning. And I praise and thank God for that, coming all the way here, in fact, to Texas, and then to Georgia. That is far south. And we have no knowledge of it living in Hawaii. We may have had a war. We may have had barbed wires all around Waikiki and a whole island, and it was safety for us. We looked at safety, not color, not hatred. We weren't brought up like that. And if we did have a person of a different color, they either came from a military installation or very, very seldom. And I praise and I thank God for him opening my eyes to know other cultures, other ways to live, other understandings, and today, after all these blessings, I look back and I say, wow, I must have been pretty good, because here I am, safety in God's hands, and it's wonderful, and this is where Ecclesiastes come from, you know, when we have secrets that we don't want to tell, he knows, you don't have to tell People human, but he knows, and it's for us to forgive, and he does. Because that was yesterday. Today is what we live for, our daily bread. Today is our daily bread. Tomorrow is a plan. We can think about it, we can do anything about it, but we aren't there. And today will be tomorrow, and we lived it. And I praise and I thank God. And in verse 14 It reads, For God shall bring every word into judgment with every sweet thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Solomon, for one, may have had everything riches, power, knowledge, wisdom and yet refrain was all in vain, in vanity. In his old age, He leaves us this impression that he was not a happy man. Yeah, he could have everything because he was the king. He can have many, many wives. He could love only one. But in those days, the king had the word. And yet, to David, he erred, he sinned, but you know, as a king, he always went back to God and asked for forgiveness. And how wonderful it is to see a king. And Solomon... He, everybody loved him because even his servants eat with him. I mean, not too many kings want to eat with their help, but he did. And this is the blessing that God does. The littlest things that we do, this is what God looks at. Not riches. We can't take it. We were born bare. We're going bare. And in Ecclesiastic 3 it says to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the earth which is very true our times are short but it's today that we look at we love we ask for forgiveness and everything is okay because what we do and what we say especially what we say is the foundation of what we are and we'll bring up our kids that way and they'll think that this is what it is if you love they're brought up with love if you're cranky and mean or if you're you know otherwise that's the way they be because they don't understand they follow and I praise and I thank God for this scripture because today, the eternal verse tells us of how it comes about that God spoke to Solomon twice. Twice God talked to him. Solomon never asked God for long life, but just a wise and understanding heart. If he walked in God's ways, like his father David, he would lengthen his days. But later on, he did eat. You know, what can we do? We err. But we know. Fall up the track. Come back on. Ask God for forgiveness. Because it's only you and Him. No matter what, it's only you and Him. He hears you. You talk about somebody else, who's that? Let them talk for themselves. Let them ask humbly, earnestly for whatever it is that they want, their needs. God knows. He has the plan of our life when we were born, He knew what we were going to be. I didn't know I would be standing here and helping Ka'u. But I praise and I thank God because we are his people. If we take time to come, Ka'u didn't ask us to come. We came because why? We love this God. We love this living God. And we want to hear testimonies of other people. I praise and I thank God. And I ask Um, you if I have done contrary, forgive me. Look graciously upon each and every one of us. I pray and I thank you. And now I turn this over to our guest speaker, Kahu Good, Good morning.
4: Good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And to our Ralph And to all of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, Aloha Kako. As you know, our reading is found in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14. Here is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey His commandments, for this is the entire duty of man. For God will really judge us for everything we do, including every hidden thing, good or bad. Read the book of Ecclesiastes. It it has only 12 chapters. But you needed to read it a couple times. I've been, I've read this book many times. The first time you read it, you say to yourself, wow, this guy had everything, riches and whatever, and yet he's complaining. Why is that? Because he was trying to please his father David. David was a was after God's heart, and Solomon was trained very well in in the Word of the Lord. But I guess we can say, being human being, you know what we see, what we do, it really doesn't satisfy us. It will never satisfy us because all of these things are made by God. It is for us to look and to enjoy it and to be thankful for. And we sometimes, or many times. We forget this. We forget our Creator, God. And the one and only way to remember Him all the rest of your life is through His Word. For His Word will never die. He will be forever. And He wanted us, mankind, to know who He was. He's a loving, awesome great God that we can ever have. He's the only one. Only one. But many of us, we have our own God. So we're not going to judge anybody what it is, because that's your choice to worship whatever you feel is God. But I worship the living God. One that provides for me. One that created me. So I have a little question, why do you folks come to church? Why do people go to church on Sundays? There's no wrong answer to that. They go to church to meet their friends, their families. They go there because they they, they enjoy being there. Some people, that's the only day of the week they feel comfortable. I come to church on Sundays because I wanna know my God what kind of God I serve, I serve a living God. That's why I come to church. And because I know him, I love him. And because I love him, I will serve him for the rest of my life. I thank the Lord that he had given me and my brother, a wonderful mother. That was after his heart, for all her life. She brought us, she didn't force us to do anything. But because when we were little, you had to take care of the little ones, so we all had to march to church. One, two miles, we walked to church, not knowing that 50 years or 60 years later, we still have that love and strength in our walk, and we will walk for the Lord. You know, God is so wonderful. He does things that we, as we grow in this earth, to expect because as followers of the Christ, we have to expect the unexpected. And what is the unexpected? Don't worry too much about that, but it will happen. And you will know when it happens. That's how loving God is. And because of Jesus, his son, that came and took all the sins away from, from us you know in the beginning god really one that spoke to men he did everything he was a spoke jesus was around but was not known at that time his people rejected him didn't believe in him but because he was a loving god sure he punished them to teach them to let them know that I am God and you are my children. But they rejected him, so what God did, he changed it. He canceled it out, he wanted a visible kingdom. He canceled it out and he sent his only son. Now the son came for all of us, not a particular race. So God belongs to you and I, Jesus the son, but don't forget the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that does mostly everything in our life, guides us, takes the message from Jesus. Because Jesus is no longer here, He sits on the right hand side of the Father, advocate for us. The Holy Spirit is here. So when you have any answers, questions, go to the Holy Spirit. But when you pray to God, you pray to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now. There's another person in the Bible, the adversary. We need to know this person. He goes around, does all kinds of things. So I tell some of my friends, he sits in the back of every church. Oh, how do you know? He does. And he looks at the congregation. There's always one that his or her mind will wander looking around who came how they dress and all that. There's nothing wrong in that. Because God knows already. Everything is in control. The minute church is finished, he's there. His hands up there for you. That's why sometimes you hear a couple days after that you ask him, Hey, what was the reading? Sunday. Oh what oh, in the New Testament eh? <laughs> You see what the devil does? He knows. So, we need to also know God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and also the adversary. But we also know that He's been defeated. He's been defeated. But in the meantime, He still roams. So, he, He's still going to do all these things. So, keep to the Word. Yeah, keep to the Word, because the Word is most important. When Christ was ready to be ascended, He called His disciples together. And he told him, Believe in me, and you will have everlasting life. Do unto others that you would have them do unto you. And the third one was Love me and keep my commandments. So if we don't keep his commandments, we hell it here and there. But God still loves us, He's gonna bring us back. So whenever you are knocked down, do not stand up. Stand up, but at least grab his hand when he lifts you up. That's what he wants, you know. And in Romans 10:13, it says, Anyone that calls upon my name, ye will be saved. Oh, what do you mean, saved? All the negative, all the things we have in us, he's already taking care of that. That's what he's gonna do. But if we don't go to him, we don't call upon him, we will still have his burden on us. The Hawaiians call it the Kauma problems. We'll still have that. But then when you look at verse 14, it says, the lost cannot be saved. Why is that? Because they don't believe. And how can you, how can we believe? We have to hear, we have to hear someone that speaks the word. So who sent this person this to preach the word? It have to be from somebody. So the bottom line is Jesus. <laughs> it's all about Jesus. You know. And you know, we thank him. I thank the Lord, you know, uh, for everything very small, big, everything, because everything belongs to him. Seek him with all our heart, soul, and mind. Ask for anything you want and in my name and I will give it to you. Knock, nah. and I will answer, wow. Knowing these things is, is how can you trust, Are you, your fellow brothers, for example, or you know what, I have a good friend, he or she will take care of that? I'm going to, they're your friend. But you are really not your friend. It's just a person that you got to know. The only friend you have is Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah, all of things that you do care. What a privilege you have that he takes all of this away. All because, why? We didn't follow or call upon him. Jesus is the only and best friend we can ever have. And like I mentioned, he is, a, he is known also as the lamp of the world, wow. You follow him, that's why his disciples, when he, when you he were here, they followed this man. They said, he's the Messiah, who is he? They followed him, it's because he was walking in the light of the Father not by his own. So he had multitudes of people. Multitude to me is at least a thousand people, yeah? Multitudes, you know? So he had multitudes of people. When he saw this multitude, he went up into the mountain. And when he was ready, he sat down and called his disciples and taught them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be comforted, be filled. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are they that have mercy, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the children of God. Be exceedingly glad for those that came before you were persecuted. These are the things that we carry in us every day in our life. Some of us recognizes it. Many of us don't. In other words, if you were walking down the street, you see someone in need, wouldn't you go and help them. That's part of the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. So we should always be in the attitude of Jesus, not have an air attitude and think that we can lean to our own understanding. It doesn't happen, it doesn't come out good. But that is not the way of God, not the way of the teaching that Jesus taught us. The example that he sent, he set before us, that was not that way. He came to do the will of the Father, and that's why, Only Jesus has the authority in heaven above and the earth below, only him. So when people talk to you about authority, you don't have it, only Jesus. Why? Because of what he did, the Father was so pleased that he gave him this power. Only you will have the authority in heaven above and the earth below. So you see, by learning and reading about the word of God, All these things will be revealed to you. The more often you read it, the more clearly it becomes. Why, because the Holy Spirit knows, Jesus knows, God knows, and God will take care of his people. Always. So we go to him because he's the only one that can do it. There's nobody else. Trust and obey. We had a little talk about it in Sunday school this morning. There's no other way. <laughs> yeah, Trust and obey. I know some of us feel it's a little difficult because we're in this world. Yes, we're in this world. But remember, we are not of this world. Yeah. So although we're in this chaotic world, we need to call upon Him every minute of our life. First thing we get up in the morning, guide me through this day. The day that you have given me another miracle, breath of life that is yours. So I'm going to live for today. And thank you. I get to see my family. I get to see my friends. I get to see those that you have passed in my lifetime. You see? Don't worry about tomorrow. He is take, already taken care of. The past is okay. So I give praise and glory. To God, and I ask that He bless His reading and bless each one of you that come to hear the word. This is not my word, this is God's word. And I'm so glad that He has given me the opportunity to speak with Him, for Him, and at Him. So I ask this all in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And now we time for our call.
0: I wasn't going to talk, but I didn't think I'm going to talk. I'm going to sing a song. <laughs> Reach out and touch the road. Oh, that's it.
3: you.
2: That was so beautiful. And I
0: think like I said, I wasn't going to talk, but I got two minutes up here, and I'm going to use this time that the Lord gave me today. You heard about our reading this morning, right? The duty of the man. I got one question here, I'm going to make it very short, and I'm going to explain to you folks the patient of God. Ooh. The patience of God. It says here, if God were unpatient, we would all experience immediate wrath of sin. We would worry in the life that we live with fear. But fortunately, all of us, God possesses great patience. Right? One reason that The Lord shows mercy is because He knows that you and I are a fallen nature or have a sinful nature. That's why He has mercy for you and I. So we must learn to walk in His way because He takes pleasure in what you and I do, what is right, and He wants to help us when we go wrong. Romans 2, 4, it says that God's kindness and mercy leads to repentance but the following verses say he warns those with stubborn heart that they will experience judgment. Wow. He has kindness and mercy for us to repent. But there's a warning. Yeah. He said there's a warning. Because our stubborn heart is going to experience his judgment. So I ask in a praise and thank God that the patient of God is that he is slow to anger one thing. So what about our patience? With each other, with God. When we pray, when we want to answer, like now, yeah? but the thing is, do we have patience with one another? Because we look and see each other in this life and sometimes the things that we say come out of our mouth. No, it's not the right thing to say. So we must have patience because patience is one of the Virtues that we need to possess to share with one another. The other two I'm mentioning in Bible study is kindness and goodness. Remember, yeah, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all days of your life, and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I pray and I thank my co-workers this morning. I want to Leo Pauline and my brother here coming all the way here with the words and uh, he, he's right here. Yeah. He brought a little tears to my eyes this morning. And the reason why he brought tears to my eyes this morning was when he mentioned my mom. You know, the word mom is, is always special, you know. And because what our mom has done for us, more or less, it, it, it brings you back to a good good remembrance of them. So I praise and I thank my co-workers this morning for what they have shared. And the Lord has brought them here so that he can use them as he has used me <coughs> yeah, to do his will. So again, I would like to say, uh, well, welcome to all of you, and may the Lord bless you folks through the reading and what you have heard this morning. Let him, whoever he yeah, let him hear what the Lord has said. yeah. And uh, I'm gonna turn over to Pauline so you're going to do our rest of our our program.
2: Thank you, Carl. Um, are there any announcements? I'd like to introduce a guest this morning, Laurie. This is Laurie. After church, please go ahead and welcome her. Is there anything you would like to uh, say to us?
5: I just
2: like to say this is a great service and i enjoyed it so thank you thank you amen thank you uh, can i say something about Laurie? she'll be having surgery so let's keep her in our prayers thank you
5: aloha everyone uh, just a quick reminder for the ladies uh, this coming saturday uh, uh, september 26 at 10 o'clock They'll be having their women's ministry here at the church, and I was told it's potluck, so we look forward to seeing all of you. And then the following weekend, uh, Saturday, October 3rd and 4th, is our Ho'ike weekend. We will be having Bible study here on Saturday at 10 o'clock, and we have guests from Hawaii and Alaska coming to join us. And then on Sunday at 10 o'clock, we're going to have a combined service with Millie, uh, group as well and have our hoiike service and a luncheon to follow afterwards so we look forward to seeing all of you at that time thank you oh and please sign up with linda kahalehao she has the uh, menu that we're going to be having for sunday thank you
2: can i elaborate on huike just a minute Um, hoiike is a time that for the whole year we have Bible classes, we have um, chorus practice, and this is what it is, to show our kahu and our guests what we have been doing, not just praising God in that way, coming into the chapel. We uh, sing and praise this, but what do we do in, our, in the meantime? This is what Ho'iki is all about, a rally, an assembly of other people. I thank you. Good morning,
6: Good morning, everyone. I wanted to uh, just tell you about um, again St. Luke's Society, which uh, Kahu and Lani are a part of. And we are having um, our regional conference here um, this weekend after Hoike, uh so on the 8th and 9th of October at St. Luke's uh, church. And it's a healing ministry. St. Luke's is a healing ministry and also a prayer ministry. And we are bringing a speaker John Rice in from uh I believe South Carolina or North Carolina, I'm not sure. But we're bringing him in and um it has a schedule here uh if anyone's interested because it's it's actually like an all day thing if you for Friday and Saturday or or half a day. And I don't think anyone would be interested in that, but they may want to come to parts of it. And um, we do pray over people for healing. We pray over people for uh, peace, joy, happiness, contentment, um, and uh, sometimes just to pray. And uh, I think prayer is a very important aspect of our lives, or should be. And so if anyone is interested, uh, I will not be here next week because I was asked to go to a church in Los Angeles. And so I'll be traveling there next weekend, so I won't be here to talk to you about it. And then the following weekend is our hoike, and um, I don't know if I have time that <laughs> time to talk to you about it. But uh, Auntie Lani will have these if if you're interested. Uh, it tells you a little bit about it, and it is free for any uh, of us over here in Las, uh, Las Vegas or first-time visitors, which you all are. So uh, it is free except for the food. And um, look into it, okay. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Jim, Jim we will continue to, uh, to to give this information about the uh, the conference on the 9th and 10th uh, for the next couple of weeks, yeah and we we'll probably will print something in our program so that uh, uh, the congregation when they take their program home and this sort of remind them.
5: This morning we just found out Charlie's This morning we just found out that Charlie's um, brother is in the hospital so, and we don't know what's going on so I'm asking for healing prayers for him. His name is John Panero. Thank you.
2: Any more announcements? I see Sean back there. Thank you for coming, Sean. Good to see you. At this time it's our doxology. I mean, I'm sorry, it's our offering. Lulu, inahua. Let us pray over our Lulu, our Heavenly Father, God Almighty, I praise and I thank you so very much for this offering, for the upkeep mm-hmm. of what is necessary Look graciously upon each and every one who have given mm-hmm. their hearts. I praise and I thank you, through the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Please stand.
0: Let us rise. Yes. Doxology <laughs> our closing song is in our hymnal book at the cover may the good lord bless and keep you may the good
1: lord bless and keep you whether near or far away may you find that Long awaited golden day day. May your troubles all be small ones, and your fortune. Blue Here we your
0: Let us pray. E O E mai aloa kua. Kamakua aloa oi. Oko maku aloa i kristu. A launa aloa olu olu anamai. mai. Oka mana oko u hanehemo lele. May the blessing of Jehovah God, the loving Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of the Holy Spirit abide with us all, so glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, as now and evermore shall be, a world without end, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Mahalo.